We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the Jimmy List Podcast. That's right. Jimmy curses every game we play. So it's me. I'm here to make you feel better about soccer and sporting Kansas City in general. My name's Daniel Kuzer. Welcome to No Other Pod, everyone. Uh, uh, Jimmy is in uh, Bibbidi Bobbidi. Uh, he's out. He's out of the. I don't know. He's out of town somewhere. Presumably, we don't know. He's off the grid. Uh, can't talk to him. But that's okay. Cause I'm here. I'm here, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna get through this thing together, despite what happened this past weekend. Um, are we are we a little surprised about it? Little little surprised? I don't know. Uh, Atlanta's supposedly really good. If you guys have ever listened to uh, you know uh, all the media members in the world that have all the good things to say about Atlanta and how they're gonna be Atlanta again, which means we're gonna have. Atlanta fans again, and that's always, you know, kind of the worst. So, uh, anyways, guys, this is this is my second time doing this podcast alone, and I'm not going to drone on for an hour, that's for sure. We're going to keep this short and sweet. We're going to hit the points. Uh, I, I put out a call for questions, which is going to get exciting. Seems like we got some good uh, content and feedback there on everything going on. But, uh, you know, it's just... It can just be summed up by what Peter Vermees said on Sunday, or Saturday. Was it Saturday? No, hell no, it was Sunday. He says, we know how good we can be, and we just didn't show that tonight. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Guys, it was, it, I, I don't know about you, I was excited, guys and gals. I was excited that soccer's back, it's an away game, so why not throw us in the deep end right away, let's test the waters, see what's going on with the team. And uh, it was fun from the from the starting whistle, but it, it just seemed like it seemed like sporting was always on the back foot. It's, it seemed like we just didn't have the quickness in defense to deal with the quickness in their strikers. And I oh man, I don't know. I don't know if we're Fantas apologists anymore or if we're if everyone's trying to ship them out. People people are clamoring for him to not be here. And that's. It's a little sad because the man had a stellar year last year. You know what I mean? So, um, 
I had asked, I asked for a lot of hot takes, you know, knee-jerk reactions and whatnot, and, and Daniel Gooden on Twitter kind of summed this up the best. He said, I think we need to wait until Kinda gets back into the team. Then we'll see what the team will look like. And I, <clears throat> I kind of agree with that. I mean, one person doesn't make the team, but, like, he would definitely improve that midfield. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, God, we just we just lost the ball over and over and, and, and in front of 67,000 people or something like that. Is that how many it was? Insane. Absolutely insane. So uh, long story short, you guys, we, we suffered a 3-1 loss. All right? And not only that, but they got three uh, newcomers that scored, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Luis... Arujo? Arajo? Arujo. That's what we'll say. That's what they said on the broadcast. Uh, Dom Dwyer scored. Uh, Tell me if you remember that guy, because he can do that. And Caleb Wiley, 17-year-old, got his first MLS goal. So, pretty wild. I I got some good things to point out. And, uh, you know, I will say Logan and Dende on the left left back is uh, something to keep an eye on, you guys. He gets forward. He drew that uh, crazy slide tackle on uh, from uh, Ozzy Alonso, and that was awesome. But after you know, after Arujo uh, scored his goal, looks like something happened to his hamstring. I don't know. So who's coming on? Old friend Dom Dwyer. The man has you know sporting KC references in his tattoos. He this club made him a star, or he was a star with us, and and you know then went to his spiritual home in Orlando and up to Toronto for a little bit. Now he's he just signed last week with Atlanta United. We did not expect to see this man play, and lo and behold, he gets a goal because Fontas let it ha- let him have it on his left foot. Did anyone bother to say, hey, keep an eye on Dwyer? Like, he might not play, but if he does, the man likes to get the ball on his left foot. Don't let that happen. And he just crossed it right over, and Fontas was like, oh, oh, shit. And there it was. Hell of a goal. Pretty awesome. Uh, you know, what else can you say? Uh, Shallowy. Shallowy had a badass strike uh, off a corner kick from uh, Felipe, right? Felipe uh, Hernandez, and, and and Shallowy just rocked it into the net, man. Just, I mean, picking up right where we left off, right? So that's that gives me a little hope that, uh, what am I saying, a little hope. It's the first freaking game of the season. We got to calm down. It gives me hope that Shallowy is picking up right where he left off. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's, I don't know. It, it, right there, it was two to one, right? Five minutes left. And so we're, we're getting excited. We're like, oh, my God. Oh my God, we can absolutely do something. And then homegrown player freaking races on to a uh, uh, 17 year old homegrown Caleb Wiley races onto that ball and uh, puts the game away with a minute left before stoppage time. So good times to be had. Now, guess what? Home opener this weekend. Uh, raise your hand if you're going because I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I, Cauldron's excited. South Stand's excited. People in the reserve seats are excited. It's it's gonna get nuts, man. We got today. We got media day, which is cool. Uh, I'm kind of a, you know, I'm I'm a little bit of shy guy. Probably won't ask any questions. Just gonna be there, take it all in, listen to people, maybe report some stuff back. But uh, it'll be cool to see everybody uh, involved with media. You know, uh, Ali Trost, we've had on here. Nate Katie, uh, Jacob Peterson. Uh, you know, our good friend Daniel Sperry should be at media day. Uh, 
Chad Smith. So looking forward to that. And uh, yeah. So moving on. T- uh, wipe the taste out of your mouth from that Atlanta game because Houston comes. All right. And this is this is a fun storyline because didn't Paolo Nagamura just go and become the Houston Dynamo coach? That's, I mean, that's kind of a cool storyline, right? So he's coming home. We're coming home. It's a whole thing, man. And we got a pretty good record in the last few years against Houston, right? Excuse me. Pretty decent record. Uh, All-time record, it's pretty, pretty split. All right? It's pretty split. But, like, what's it say here? Uh, They're 12 and 13 and 13 in MLS regular season matches against Houston. So, but in the last 12 regular season matches, we're 7 and 3 and 2. So I hope we get something done here. This will be exciting. I know we'll be loud. Children's Mercy Park will be freaking rocking. Uh, Palanagamura is there. Uh, Jimmy Nielsen's there. It 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 should be fun, man. I'm I'm excited. So, uh, regular season home openers we tend to do decent. You know the record's pretty good with that. Um, you know. Daniel Shallowy should be on one. Logan and Denbe making their de- his debut. Uh, Marinos Zionis. I really don't think I'm saying that correctly, but he's set to make his debut. It'll be exciting, man. I- I'm pumped. So, Tifo, by the way, looks like uh, Casey Calderon's got a Tifo going on, probably to go along with their Casey Streetcar. Uh, that's a neat situation they got going on there. So, listen. A lot of lot of uh, a lot of questions here, guys. I want to dive into, but Stephen Turwelp. All right, he says, I know that people will be down about the loss and the final scoreline, but SKC had stretches where they were playing very well in that game, especially in the first ten minutes. What did you think about Ndenbe? I was impressed, Stephen. I agree with you. I was impressed too. I'm excited for this this dude back there. Um, and and. Let's let's be honest. It wasn't 90 minutes of trash soccer. Like we did have uh, good spots. We were get, putting them on the back foot. We were attacking, and it just it just got to be too much. And their counters, they would just hit us. Uh, little takeaways, uh, intercept intercepting our passes. It's just once they beat our back line, it was like Isi and Fantas were just they they were on an island, and it it hurts sometimes. So, um, yep. Suzanne Montiel said, "Passing was horrendous!" Exclamation mark. Yeah, Suzanne, it that is. I would assume some that is something they, uh, you know, they they pinpoint in training this week is just passing drills, right? Like it, it's getting open, doing the give and goes. It, it just wasn't doing what needed to be done. So, uh, if Uri Russell is unable to play Saturday, who do you start at the six? You guys, I. This is a great poll, by the way. If you go to our Twitter, and I don't know, maybe this maybe this will expire by the time that happens. But if he's unable to play Saturday, who do you start at the six? Thomas Farrow put Graham Zussi, Remy Voltaire, Jose Mauri, or other. Uh, Jose Mauri is leading the uh, vote there. And that's kind of what I would assume would happen, right? Seems like Remy's kind of going to play that... Uh, you know, a little more attacking midfielder as he was getting forward last game, I assume. I don't know, man. It's just tough to, it's tough because you don't know what this team is right now. 
And it's so easy to get mad because losing sucks. No one wants to lose ever. Um, But also in the first game of the year, it's like, all right, man, you knocked us on our butt. We lost by two goals. Let's, you know, bounce back and and show what we're about. Like we have, they they got gumption. I just know they got gumption. And that's a a word that means something uh, positive. I'm sure of it. So, hey, Christopher Rogers. We love this guy, Christopher Rogers. Sounds like Christopher Robin, and I love it. The XG from Gameflow XPG looks very similar, and there were certainly chances that should have been put away. It doesn't excuse the mistakes that led to the goals, but do you think there's an overreaction from the fan base? And and Kevmendo509 said, dude, I'm pretty sure there's already Fire Vermees posts somewhere. Love this fan base, but we can be high-level overreactors sometimes. You know, and to, to tackle, uh, tag on to... <clears throat> piggyback onto Kevin's comment there. It's passion, right? It's passion. If you're not overreacting and being like upset, do you even have the passion? Like, are you that passionate about your, your team? If you're just like, okay, well we lost, move on. Cool. I, I value people that can just move on. I got to dwell on it for a day. You know what I mean? I got to sit on it. If I recorded the podcast uh Sunday night after the game, I was a little heated. I was a little like, oh my God, it just sucks to sit here and see this happen. You know, frustration. Did we lose it in the final minutes? No, but it was just, it felt like we had the pieces to get it done. Now, this is one of the shortest off seasons we've ever had, right? No CCL for us this year, so it could have been shorter, but still a very short off season. So this is still, you'll you'll hear Peter in interviews. He still says this is very much uh, preseason games, right? This is still very much warming up to get, getting your form. So it's a long year. I'm excited. But the XG, what Christopher Rogers said, it was, I think we won the XG battle by like a tenth, uh, a tenth of a goal or something. And I get that because their goals was nothing like created, right? The two of them were like defensive mistakes where they, they got behind us and they just took off. Um, and then Dom Dwyer's, I mean, dude, Dom Dwyer's was a thing of class. That man has made that shot a million times. A lot of times it was for Sporting Kansas City. And we loved him for it then, but now we hate him. We hate him for that. Uh, but in all honesty, for Dom to get a goal on his Atlanta United debut is cool for him, right? Because he's he's been out of he's been out of uh, uh, action for injury and trying to find a team and the dude and and, and his his now ex wife, they publicly announced they were going through a divorce and they have a kid and it's like if there's any good thing that could come to this man, like it's that goal right there. And you kind of got to think of it that way, right? I don't know. You don't want to see a guy down on his luck forever. I don't know. Maybe I'm being too nice to the opponents. Let me know. Uh, Finn Wilson says, Uri needs to catch up. He was clearly behind every play and we looked so much better when he came off injured. Hope he gets better soon. Uh, yeah, Uri looked a little, I don't know. He looked a little out of place, right? little... A little like he, I don't want to say he missed a step. He's not looking old or anything like that, but he was looking a little slow. Uh, some passes were a little sloppy. That 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 number six needs to, you know, that's so important in Peter's system, right? Like he needs to be the solid one. He needs to be the guy. And I don't know if that's, I don't know. I don't know where it's going to go from here. So we'll see, Finn. Uh, that's that's a Jimmy line right there. We'll see. If you guys listen to that sometime, uh, count how many times Jimmy says, we'll see on a podcast. I, I love it. 
I'm always going to make fun of him, and that comes from a place of love. But he just goes, we'll see. <laughs> Fucker's run, rubbing off on me. Uh, Attila Kunzabo says, liked Ndenbe a lot. Made quite a few good passes. Absolutely. I'm so excited to see more Ndenbe. I mentioned that earlier. Got a dog barking in the background. Good times. Uh, this is this is great, guys, because this is like your podcast, right? Like you're, I guess we got all these responses, and I'm like, I'm just gonna let you lead the way. All right, that's just I'm gonna let it, I'm just gonna let this lead the thing. Uh, Brandon Funesti, Fun Fun Funesti, Funesti, Brandon Fun. <laughs> Bringing back Zussi and Espinoza was a mistake. They're just simply too slow now. What are your thoughts on them starting? Oh boy, it's gonna be controversial, right? It's it feels like uh, was Zusi horrible on Sunday? Was I missing it? I didn't go back and watch the game again. I didn't do that. Uh, nobody got time for that, you know. So many video games and shows to watch, right? But but in all reality, I I just like Zusi on the field. It feels like he he does good things. Roger. I don't know. It seems like like how much faith are they putting in them to sign them for like a, a one-year deal, right? Um, I don't know. First game, I, I, I'm going to chalk up to first game again. Maybe jitters, maybe form. It just doesn't feel like, I don't know. Gosh dang it, Brendan. Did I say Brandon? Brendan is your name. Simply too slow now. I don't, I don't know. Let's, let's hold off. Let's hold off a couple games. Let's circle back on that because I really want to tackle that a little bit. And maybe it's just judging that off one game. I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. Mark Anthony, what up, man? Miss you, buddy. We need to get back to that uh, uh, sporting fantasy camp, right? When they get that going again. Hey, Mark said positives. Logan and Felipe looked good, dude. Hell yes. Felipe came on and immediately was like, "I'm Felipe Hernandez. You don't know me yet, but you're going to." Like, he looked great, right? And he, he subbed on. And, and of course, the announcers want to talk about his gambling situation. I really hope that's the only time it's mentioned again because I don't want this to sh- overshadow this kid's performances, right? I don't want him to be that guy, oh, he got in gambling problems, blah, blah, blah. No, dude, this... I'm really excited about Felipe seeing that. Uh, Mark said the negatives, transition defense was rough, and we struggled in the final third. Yeah, Mark, I would say that, like, we struggled in every third. I mean, it was it was rough, and but we, you know, didn't have any freaking shots. Didn't have any except for the one, right? Was there any shots on goal at all? Like because Guzan didn't have to do anything. He's just back there doing his taxes, doing absolutely nothing, smoking a cigarette in goal, waiting for someone to come take a shot. I I I don't understand it. Uh, I I'm not a Guzan. I'm not a I'm not a Zan fan. I'm not a Guzan fan. Um. But he he didn't have to do anything. We didn't test the guy. And that kind of sucks, right? So, Mark, thanks for the questions. Uh, <clears throat> Kev Mindo, how long of a leash are we giving Fantas this year? Guy was best 11 caliber last year after some flashes before that, but he was just bad all over the place on Sunday. Volader and Ford may need to be ready sooner than we thought. Yeah, good point, Kevin. Uh, also, how much of Mori being subbed in for Uri and then off within 30 minutes was Vermees going fine? You want subs? Sub this. Or was it all performance-based? Technically, three subs used on opening day. Hey, that's wild, right? Is this 
what what's happening? Why is he doing this? Sean Go- Sean <laughs> Sean Goodwin leaves Casey Star, so he doesn't have to. Sean can't he can't gloat in front of Sean's face anymore when Sean asks those questions about why he didn't use any subs. Uh, you know, I, I think I think Udry needed to come off. I think Peter did. I think that was performance based, if I'm being honest. Uh, but funny joke, I like that. Uh, as far as Fontas, man, oh man, the dude makes a lot of money, but like. We've seen million-dollar players take a seat, right? We've seen them be a sub. So it's just rough. It's rough to put a guy on the bench that makes so much money, but at the detriment of your team, you know, to help help the flow better, like you have to put the person on there that's going to do the best job. So I, I don't know, man. I'd love to see some Courtney Ford action. I mean, especially at home, that'd be nice. I don't think it happens. I think Fantas gets the start again this weekend. But, uh, and Volader, is he, yeah, he's, he should be with the team now, right? I think so. I don't know. They had some visa stuff going on with some guys, and I, I can't remember. But, uh, good feedback there, Kevin. Connor Bateman, Connor with K, K Bait. The midfield looked too slow. Yeah. I think Felipe showed enough in the time he got to start over Roger. If that's the play we get from Uri and, Maur- and Mori from the six, then Remy may be our best option at the six. The six is my biggest worry right now due to how important it is in Vermees' system. I'm not trying to overreact too much since it's the first game, but this team has enough depth and quality to def- definitely play way better than that. Hell yeah, Connor. But, dude, overreaction is passion. And you got it, my friend. Overreact all you want, dude, because that's where I'm at. But the midfield was slow. And the six, as we've said, is important to this team. Is it Remy back there? Or is it Mo- is it Mori? Like, where are you gonna put Mori at if if Remy's back there? I I don't know. I don't know. That that'll be that'll be interesting. Uh, I don't think we have an injury report on Uri yet. Uri, Uri? that's weird to say, guys. My tongue does not flip like that. So sorry, it's getting sexy over here. I don't mean to talk all sexy tongues and like that. Uh, Sporting KC Daily said Zionis looked very solid and sped up the game of play when he got subbed on. Thoughts on how he played? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. There's a reason other people liked your response right there. Because other people liked him, too, liked him too. He definitely sped it up. It was a, a spark that we needed at that moment. I, I am excited to see what he provides, right? I think that uh, he, didn't get enough, uh, he didn't get enough minutes, in my opinion. But what are you going to do? I mean, you got to start shallowy shelton and and johnny russell like it's just it is what it is but man oh man i hope we create more chances though with those three you know what i mean like against houston saturday like afternoon game maybe thunderstorms i guess we'll see but i don't know it's exciting to come back home right prav chatani says logan and felipe looked solid yes fantas and zussi have a little rust to shake off but not concerned okay Shelton is not the answer at number number nine, nor is Uri at number six. Fair. Tough game away in front of an energetic Atlanta 65K, but this weekend should clarify any glaring issues. There you go. That's it, Prof. They, uh, this weekend should really give us more to be like, oh, shit, this could be a problem, or, yeah, we're good. We're good, right? So I, it's, it's, it's looking fun, man. It's looking fun. But uh, in Denbe. Hernandez, yes. I want to see more Felipe. I'm Team Felipe. I want to see more Cam Duke. That's exciting. 
Fantasso, man, I just we we've said it till we're blue in the face, and he is just kind of he's kind of slow. Now, hey, don't go tell him. I'm not trying to fight him. All right, I'm not trying to beat him in a race or anything like that. I'm not. I got no beef in that way. But uh, he gets beat, and it's just it's you know he feels silly. He's got to feel silly. That shot from Dwyer, that's enough to make you feel dumb as hell. And I'm gonna tell you what, guys, I played a indoor game on Sunday. And a guy did that exact thing to me, and that was in the morning, and I came home and watched Dom Dwyer do it to someone else. This guy, I thought he was left-footed, and I was like, all right, force him to his right. And what's he do? He launches it with his right and scores in the side netting, and I was like, all right, feeling kind of (laughs) dumb. So, good times. Uh, Anthony Martinez says, thoughts on Uri's performance? Should we pursue a number six in the summer? Personally, I think that Remy Voltaire at the six could be the answer for right now. Okay, yeah. If Voltaire's at the six, then who's your midfield, right? Is that is it Hernandez and uh, and Roger then? Like, or you got Maury? I, I don't know, man. I'm so I'm so confused. I don't know if they want Voltaire at the six, but I I don't hate it. I mean, he was a good uh, what a good fill in for Ilya when it needed to happen, right? Anyways, uh, Daniel Gooden hit us again and said, what is a road trip you are planning this year for a game? I'm trying to find one that matches with current, but someone has not released the full schedule yet. I assume Daniel's talking about the KC current. Man, that'd be freaking cool, right? I always thought it'd be neat to, uh, you know, match it up with like Royals games and stuff. You know, if you go see, uh, go see the Royals play the Red Sox and then go to a New England Revolution sporting game, something like that. That'd be neat. Uh, but actually there's no baseball now, is there for right now? So <laughs> good times for all you baseball fans that, uh, watch three and a half, four hour baseball games. Good times. Uh, Hey, but a road trip I'm thinking of, I think I've said this before. I'd like to go to Nashville because aren't they going to just probably bounce right back to the East next year? I mean, cause they're in the West this year. And when St. Louis comes in next year, I bet they're in the West. Cause you'd be stupid not to put them with sporting. Or are they going to try to manufacture a St. Louis-Chicago rivalry? That that seems weird. It would have to be in the West, and then Nashville probably bumps back over to the East. So, uh, thinking about Nashville, thinking about the LA Galaxy game over Labor Day weekend. That could be fun. Um, and I don't know after that. We lo- looked at Portland a little bit uh, in May, I think that is. So, yeah, those are kind of the three I've had eyes on. So, uh, Shoot. Guys, I talk too fast. And I was like, oh, going to probably do this around 30 minutes, and we're at 25. So what do we talk about for five more minutes? Do we talk about uh, the Houston Dynamo game and how they uh, – oh, son of a bitch. I should have had – I should have had up what they did on Sunday. They played RSL, I think, right? RSL. Oh, yeah. They drew. Oh, my goodness. A freaking exciting nil-nil draw with Real Salt Lake. That sounds, that sounds delectable. I, I, I bet all, I bet all thousand of Houston Dynamos fans were in attendance for that one. That is good stuff. Um, <laughs> oh, the man's got jokes. Anyways, what, what do we even expect from this game, right? Like, if you're nil-nil at home against RSL, then come to Kansas City and let us whoop that ass. Let us whoop that ass. Like, it needs to happen. I don't know. I, uh, I, and Houston's big rivalry, right? 
I know we've talked about rivalries before, and it's like, oh, we're kind of starting a thing with Seattle. Uh, Atlanta, not so much. Portland, absolutely there. The rivalry's there. RSL, a little bit. Colorado, a little bit as of late. But Houston just puts that bad taste in your mouth, right? And with Palo coming, you kind of, I don't know, you kind of got to let the big dog Peter Vermees, uh, you know, hand down a life lesson to the young pup, Palo Nagamura, right? Like, hey, I know I taught you what you're doing down there, but let me check you a little bit. All right. You're not supposed to, you're not supposed to be good right now. So, uh, Jesus Christ, I crack myself up. <laughs> no, but uh, Hey, this is, this is tough to do guys. And if you stuck with me through this half hour or whatever it's been, I certainly appreciate you. Um, you know, I could have just skipped, could have just skipped, but you know, with the home opener coming, it's, it's, it's important to talk and and in this in this time um you know post pandemic time maybe are we coming out of the pandemic is that is it over now people pulling masks and uh i don't know feels feels like it's not over but it's still nice to get on here and chat and talk soccer in a room by myself with all of you lovely guys uh and gals so Friends is what you are. That's you're not even pod fans. You're your friends, and that's fun. So, hey, uh, something to think about though. On tonight uh, at 6 p.m., it looks like they're gonna replay the team's 2020 home opener against Houston Dynamo FC uh, via the via the app, the Sporting One video platform. Which are we excited to see that the Sporting One uh, video platform? That's kind of exciting. Um, I don't know. And hey, maybe some of you guys are listening to this right now as you're coming out to open training. Uh, Sporting Kansas City opened the doors for fans to come into the training session from 10 to 11 a.m. this morning. Maybe you're listening to it right now super early and you're like, oh, shit. I don't know how I didn't hear about this. I'm going to call into work and reserve a ticket uh, on SeatGeek so I can go. And then I think people uh, can stay and listen to uh, Media Day where PV and uh, Johnny Russell, they're going to do a little Q&A as part of media day. So that'll be exciting. Maybe we'll see some of you all out there. That's pretty cool. Something else to point out, uh, pretty cool Victory Project shirt via Charlie Hustle. I'm not sure if you guys saw that. Kind of different with the, they have different jersey emblems and the Argyle uh, design. and Kind of neat, and I think a portion goes to the Victory Project. So got to look at, Got to look at stuff like that, right? And last but not least, Sporting KC2 are going to continue their preseason with an exhibition match at FC Tulsa on Saturday afternoon. So, hey, are you guys excited to get out to some SKC2 games? Um, I know you Lawrence peeps probably are, and even when they go out to Swope, like, I, I don't know, man. I'm just excited to – not enough people have really got on board and supported that team um, in the past. So – <clears throat> Very excited about that. Anyways, I'm going to wrap this up. All right. We got a very important Western Conference game Saturday, 2 p.m. What? 2 p.m.? 2.30 p.m.? You guys are yelling at me right now saying, oh, it's 2.30. Dumb, dumb. Yes, 2.30. And, uh, they, you know, well, they're going to do 30 at the spot coverage as well. And uh, I don't know. I'm excited for it. Maybe there'll be some giveaways or something. Uh, I I am just all but jazzed.
for it. So hopefully you get a big victory. And uh, once again, thank you all for tuning in today. Uh, Jimmy always does the links and stuff, but you can follow me at, at Dan Couser on Twitter and Instagram. Jimmy's at JCMax03. Uh, no Other Pod is at No Other Pod. And, uh, you know, you can go to hellotushy.com slash no other. Get yourself a little discount on a bidet. Not sure why you wouldn't use a bidet. I love it very much. I don't think I could ever go back to uh, toilet paper. Why would you? And, uh, you know, go to... Uh, what's our freaking merch store? Have you guys bought merch in a bit? Because that feels important. You could just go to Linktree. I know we have a Linktree, right? What is that? Linktr.ee slash nootherpod. And that's got our all our links on there. No Other Pod merch, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and our 10% off Hello Tushy. So that's kind of the one-stop uh, shop there. And I'm just rambling now because I'm lonely. So I'm going to head on uh, out of here. And I love you all. And let's get a victory. On Saturday, Jimmy should be back next week, and uh, we'll talk all about it. So, did I say I love you? Well, I do. I love you. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.